Hello and namaste. I'm Peter Furco, and this is Peter's Podcast, where we talk about real yoga, actual happiness, and deep living. Thanks for joining me. Hey, I'm here with Jenny Bloom in what Wendy nicely called the belly of the mother, Ishta Yoga. <laughs> in New York City, and um, we're just going to chat. Jenny's going to sub some classes for me while I'm off teaching in Finland, and we were going to chat about something she might teach for me, um, and um, thought you might enjoy listening in. Mm-hmm. So, Being a fly on the wall of this conversation. There we go. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, what, we, we talked about a couple things you might teach, yeah. and then... Did you yeah. have a third yeah, we talked, meditation practice? We talked about Chakra Vedana, yeah. which I thought was a really interesting conversation that we had. And we talked about the subtle body and Ida and Pingala Nadi. And you described Ida as um, a way of relating. So the Nadis are like the subtle subtle nervous system, the subtle body. That's and a they're, good way to put it. Right? Um, <laughs> And the same way, what I think is so cool about thinking about it as like a nervous system is that there's like all of this connectedness. There's all of this, um, these connections, all of these connections that link these two sides and yeah. that go into even the most subtle into these tiny, tiny branches. Like when I think about the nervous system and how I studied it at school, there were like these like, they almost looked like tree branches. Everywhere. Right. And they map you. Right. Yeah. And it's so... Um, and so in the subtle way, like thinking about subtle energy, like we don't often think about how it can, how, how it operates, like how it actually moves through a system. And so this idea that you're giving me about Ida and Pingala, Ida being a way of relating to the world that is integrative and receptive and Pingala as a way of relating to the world that's like rational and organized and a structured reality. And that somehow when we, balance those two sides we're able to come into this third thing we establish the conditions to move into this like third line and that's where we can connect with yoga like that's almost like the elevator shaft yeah that you mm-hmm. when you create when you bring your uh, self into balance alan mm-hmm. uses this mm-hmm. alan being from south africa has this unique way of saying things right so mm-hmm. he'll often say you create yourself to something like he uses this word create mm-hmm. instead of like say foster or mm-hmm. set up the conditions for it. but in this case it really is true it's like you're creating a, a life right the mm-hmm. energy that is you is mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. your living right in every moment right? right in balancing yourself out you're creating you in a way that easily flows mm-hmm into meditation Mm -hmm. and back into living Mm -hmm. right because those two are parts of yourself that that's the whole of yourself you're Mm -hmm. in yoga when you bring yourself to meditation Mm -hmm. and you're transcendent of Mm -hmm. just the sensory world Mm -hmm. then you're you have samyama where you take what you touch in meditation and you weave that back into living Mm -hmm. and you have the experience of living Mm -hmm from a place of knowledge, from a place of insight, from that thing you touch in yoga. And I think it's so cool the way that you're able to like map this whole thing. Cause like, 
I who have not been studying or practicing nearly as long as you like I was like okay so where we started was like you create yourself in the world and what that I, when you say that like when you say that Alan says that like it almost it makes me think about like I, I kind of see this like almost like a cartoon where you're like you have a character walking and then suddenly like all of the it's like in black and white and then suddenly like all of these like colors start coming out and through and then the world suddenly becomes this like really like vibrant place with all this color and it's because that character is like moving into the screen yeah. and and i think it's interesting because i wanted to actually talk to you today about about this concept of distortion and how we get distorted in our lives and how we kind of lose touch with like what our truth is mm -hmm. and how that happens and it's interesting that like in mapping what happens in meditation and how how we come into that meditative state it's like the opposite it, it's not the opposite it's my imagining of it is like this like black and white character moving into like this like very colorful field and the distortion happens in the same way but it's almost like we're like not on that track of connectedness to universal to the universal forces we're connected to maybe like the mind stuff or because the mind mm -hmm. the it's useful to think about the mind with different names so there's right. a part of the mind mm -hmm. that in sanskrit is called manas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the thing that interacts with the sensory world right mm -hmm. so the, there's a mind that deals with the sensory world mm -hmm. and there's a part of that mind that also has to link up has to connect mm -hmm. with the rest of who you are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. so when you are when your attention mm -hmm. when your consciousness mm -hmm. is united with that mm -hmm. that other part mm -hmm. right now we're talking about a part of the mind called Atman mm -hmm. in Sanskrit it's this overarching intelligence of how the universe is and how you are and what you are and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's the place, the source of the thoughts we have that are inspiring. Mm -hmm. So when Atman is in your consciousness, that's when you're with that. Usually you have that experience mm -hmm. in a pure way, mm -hmm. when you, only when you're in meditation. Right. But when you're coming back out of meditation, mm -hmm. or you're even transitioning into meditation, mm -hmm. you're in this little edge between the mm -hmm. sensory world mm -hmm. and the meditation world. Mm -hmm. That's called samyama. Mm -hmm. When you come into your daily living, so you're operating back through the senses and mm -hmm. manas is most active. Mm -hmm. If you are maintaining the connection, you're allowing the inspiration to flow from your meditation, then this mm -hmm. intellect part, this mm -hmm. part that has the capacity mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. connected, mm -hmm. brings insight into what mm -hmm. is being experienced. Mm -hmm. And then manas has more than just the sensory data to mm -hmm. operate on. Mm -hmm. It also has insight, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so then when you go to make a decision, mm -hmm. it's more than memory, mm -hmm. what's this got to do about me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's also, what is this from a bigger perspective? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I can make a decision based on that. Then your decisions aren't just loops. Mm -hmm. The distortions come when you just get stuck in the memories, mm -hmm. 
the looking at it in this very simplistic what's this got to do with me like mm -hmm. here's some money what's mm -hmm. this got to do with me if i had that money that would mm -hmm. be good. everything I could right make myself happy right, right? so right. when you're when you're just dealing with that stuff that's a distorted view of living because mm -hmm. it doesn't take into account that there's this larger purpose mm -hmm. to why we're here mm -hmm. and this larger perspective on how life works right because right? it's not it when you get to a higher perspective you realize life does not function in logical ways right. it doesn't it's not fair right quote unquote right you know um and you are not going to find happiness by getting the stuff of the world right right totally totally um and so much of so i mean i had like that was that was deep that was deep <laughs> like, luckily we recorded it i'm better recording it <laughs> um i was thinking like as you were saying this like because i'm still kind of obsessed with this this place where like the mind is the connection to either like like the, or consciousness consciousness is the connection either to like the mind running our lives or to this like overarching intelligence running our lives like that's what that's why this stuff is so hard to piece out because it's not like we can just like have like a whiteboard like we can have a whiteboard and draw it out but like the way that we're experiencing it is always through the screen of the mind yeah but we're also conditioned to think about things through our language mm -hmm. and our language english I'm yeah. speaking of now yeah. doesn't doesn't have different words for mm -hmm. different qualities of our mind right, right? in sanskrit right. it's easier to map this out on a whiteboard because right. you can say right. there's manas yeah it's dealing with sense data it's like a, right. a data processor like my usb connector right, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's taking the sensory data in mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. comparing it with memories mm -hmm. it's doing an assessment about what's this got to do with me mm -hmm. should mm -hmm. i be worried about this or should i deal with this and then it, it makes mm -hmm. a decision mm -hmm. But then there's also the literally the power we were talking mm -hmm. in the beginning about the nervous system yeah. the powering of consciousness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is this force atman mm -hmm. right and in us in each individual it's mm -hmm. the jiva atman mm -hmm. the individual piece of consciousness mm -hmm. that's like awareness within mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. so everyone's jiva atman mm -hmm. is unique to that person right. it's their right personal uh -huh. consciousness and it's working through everybody but some people don't see it well yeah i mean everyone's <laughs> got that going yeah, on exactly in the background and then the, well it's like literally why we can be conscious yeah right? but then there's this jiva atman is uh -huh. just a facet like mm -hmm. a, a diamond mm -hmm. right just a facet mm -hmm. of the whole of the diamond the yeah. whole consciousness which yeah. is called atman right, right? right so we're all participating from the consciousness, mm -hmm. letting the consciousness be real, so your mm -hmm. own cartoon character, mm -hmm. right? It's like the individualized mm -hmm. consciousness, mm -hmm. and then this mind that then experiences mm -hmm. the senses mm -hmm. and all of the things of the senses, which are the forces of the elements mm -hmm. of nature and yoga's way of looking at things, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. when we are letting the Jiva Atman have this back and forth, right. bringing in insight, mm -hmm. bringing it to bear on what the senses are experiencing, then we can put our sensory experience in perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we don't have that connection operating mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're just looking only through the sensory right. part of the mind, right. 
then we're we're sort of um, like defined by it. Yeah, defined by it. And I was going to say, what what do you call it when when you get uh, in a trial? You get sentenced. We're sentenced yeah. to just have this yeah. really looped limited. version, yeah. of, limited version yeah. of what's going on. Right. And so we, we can't get out of it because we're not looking in the right place. Right. You know, there's this old uh, yoga story about um, people are, and it's not even a yoga story. I heard this, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, someone is over under a lamp mm -hmm. looking for mm -hmm. their, their keys. Right. 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 And somebody says, what are you doing? I'm looking for my keys. Uh -huh. Oh, you lost your keys? Yeah. Because, uh, where'd you lose them? Well, I lost them over there, but I can't see over there. So I'm looking over here because I can see better. Oh my better, God, this, right? this is so good. But I mean, it's such an analogy for <laughs> totally, what we do. We're totally. looking for answers in the yeah. wrong place. Totally, you know? totally. Yeah. There's this old Jewish story about this man who has a dream about finding buried treasure under a bridge. Yeah. And he like has a dream and he wakes up and he's like, I need to find this bridge. And so he travels all over the world looking for this bridge, you know, and everywhere he goes, he goes under the bridge and he looks and he can't find it. And then he eventually like is like on the other side of the world and he has a dream about finding this treasure under his bed. <laughs> and so he goes home and he digs up under his bed and there's the treasure. Yeah. So great. So great. But it's, I mean, it's, it's so interesting because I think that what, what that story kind of has always told me is that, you know, we do have vision, but that doesn't preclude our need to go on the journey to discover. Yeah. And that's the know? life, right? That's <laughs> what life is for. Right. And we think life is for like right. getting stuff, right? Right. <laughs> life is for understanding life. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it such a complex kind of a process Yeah. yeah. that we are dropped in, mm -hmm. in limited conditions. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We, and I love this. There's a, there's a process in Tantra, um, a process, a, like a description, a whiteboard, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. of the tattvas. What are mm -hmm. the, the the elements or the the forces, the finer mm -hmm. makeup, mm -hmm. making up of, right? Mm -hmm. Like in physics, they call it like the subatomic particles, right? Mm -hmm. So what are the things that make up the universe? Mm -hmm. There's this unbound mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thing. And again, mm -hmm. Sanskrit has words for these. So right. in Sanskrit is called Brahman, which right. in religions, it ends up being like a god. But mm -hmm. if you go back to the source of what is the, what are mm -hmm. these words about, mm -hmm. this is about before Big Bang, like mm -hmm. when everything mm -hmm. wasn't. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the potential of everything. Mm -hmm or everythingness, or however you want to say that. Again, well, in philosophy, you call it like the, the noumenal world. Like in, philosophy, in, existen in existentialist philosophy and continental philosophy, there's this divide between phenomena and noumena. And yeah. like the phenomena is like the things that exist in, in this dimension. And the right. noumena is the, the relational, th it, it's like, it's, it, it points at this world where things like the ideas exist. Yeah. So the, mm -hmm. but that in the Tantra Tattvas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is the second stage, mm -hmm. right? So there's mm -hmm. just the oneness mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. there's the impetus mm -hmm. to have a world, right? Then your two parts right. come up, right? right? And right, in right. Sanskrit, they're called Shiva and Shakti, right? right? These two parts come about. Right. And then from that, what ends up having to happen for life to occur right. is this 
infinity, this mm-hmm. uh, power to do anything, knowing mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. has to get limited or it would just be over. There's right. just nothing, right. there's no game. Right. Mm-hmm. So the rules of the game mm-hmm. get created. Just mm-hmm. like in a card game, mm-hmm. you say you get six cards. You right. only get six. There are fifty-two. Right. right. But you only get six. Right. 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 So right. it's the same way that the oh. the unboundness of uh-huh. everything uh-huh. gets limited uh-huh. in these ways that establish time, mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. things having a cause and effect, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. desire, mm-hmm. wanting something, mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. comes into being mm-hmm. in order to create like the laws of the game. The six cards. Yeah. 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 And then our game is yeah. to live in mm-hmm. this limited way mm-hmm. and remember who we are and let that then influence life which makes life so much richer Mm -hmm. because then you understand more what it's about yeah yeah and it can feel like that you have the secret code yeah you can feel like that saying Mm -hmm. that old nursery rhyme Mm -hmm. row 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 your boat gently Mm -hmm. down the stream right life is but a fill in the blank life is but a a limiting of infinity (laughs) into a game in which we're all engaged and having the drama Mm -hmm. and the laughter and uh, everything mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. so when you can and en- 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 engage in life in that way mm-hmm. then all of the pieces of it mm-hmm. become of equal um, value mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's not a good part mm-hmm. and a bad part because mm-hmm. it's all whatever right. Right. it's all fodder mm-hmm. for then action mm-hmm. that you take mm-hmm. because that's your role mm-hmm. in the game of life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i think that came up in our last talk too the yeah. game of life yeah right? yeah so we're circling back totally and it's so interesting because in meditation it's almost like we're following that same path yeah. exactly like you were saying that there's we're this... reversing it right we're reversing it yeah you sit <laughs> yeah. from your sensory world yes. you get quiet yes and then mm-hmm. You go into this state mm-hmm. where time disappears, mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. feeling your body mm-hmm. goes away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously to different degrees and different right. people's practice, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you start to sense a oneness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That you're going, so you're mm-hmm. literally backing yeah. through right. Right. the limitations mm-hmm. to that Brahman. Right, yeah. right, to just be, to just yeah. being. To be yourself. Right. Yeah. To be yourself and then to be everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I think about like in the very micro, like, I mean, sometimes I have difficulty sitting. Like sometimes yeah. I'm so in my life that like just getting myself to lie on the floor and notice my breathing is my practice. And, and that, and I've kind of been in a period like that lately because I've been working really physically hard. And I think what, what I'm kind of discovering in my, in my coming back into my practice is that like all of those pieces are significant. And when my mind is telling me, no, you don't need to do your practice. Like it makes a lot of sense that my mind would say that, you know, like, it's like, you know, the mind is almost like that, like best friend that's always like, yeah, no, come out drinking with us, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, actually, I'm really tired. And, and your best friend is like, come on. Right. So it's like that same thing, because I know a lot of people have difficulty cultivating a personal practice. Because one of those mm-hmm. limitations that gets right. put into place right. by the universe right. and those tattvas right. is 
I-ness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I am I. Mm-hmm. I'm not this Brahman thing. Right, right. I'm me, and I right. have all these cool things to uniquenesses. Do. Right. right. And then I have desire. <laughs> right. And so I'm going to do those things. Right. So this, this um, limitations that mm-hmm. are placed on the unboundness mm-hmm. have to be powerful yeah yeah in order to make you want to play the game totally otherwise you'd just like see it'd be like playing a kid's game right. as an adult right it's like it's not interesting right right so it has to be so mm-hmm. real right that you're pulled in right. and you know in, in sanskrit the word maya mm-hmm. gets used mm-hmm. as the collect the, mm-hmm. the collection of these limitations are called Maya, and mm-hmm. it's it's often translated as delusion, mm-hmm. right, or illusion. Mm-hmm. But it's this strong, um, it's like, like a, a veil. set, yeah, yeah, but like a mo- like a movie set or a, uh-huh. a set of a play, uh-huh. like a know, dollhouse <laughs> that makes it seem like you're in a different space now. Yeah, and you know they have that the, that line about you mm-hmm. must suspend your mm-hmm. disbelief, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Maya is uh-huh. what gets you to suspend your disbelief right. and be in the story. Right. You know? Right. Right. It's like the lights go off. And then you get excited about the story and you're yeah. interested in the story. And that's mm-hmm. why it's hard to mm-hmm. turn away from it. Right. Because the story is not telling you, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. if you turned away, you mm-hmm. would really enjoy this story a lot better. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, no. Not at all. It's not. It's saying, come no. out. Yes. Desire yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's be tiny. unique. Totally. Totally. You know, be better than everyone else mm-hmm. and succeed and all the things that, you mm-hmm. know, all of our marketing world right. pushes. Right. Or all of the, like, all of the seduction that, that our external senses world offers. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying this edition of Peter's Podcast. We'll get back in a minute. I wanted to invite you to become a subscriber. By that I mean sign up to download it regularly from wherever you get your podcasts, but also to support Peter's Podcast on Patreon.com. Patreon is a great funding site that lets me make this podcast without the need for product advertisements, which I think is nicer for both of us. You can subscribe there for any amount you like. I have a special subscriber level at a dollar, but you can choose more or less to set your own value for this information and for the effort it takes me to make Peter's Podcast. There's a link in the show notes at peterspodcast.simplecast.fm or go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash peterspodcast, all one word. Here's the rest of the show. We've been talking about really big picture, right? right? The right. birth of the universe. Right, right. We're going to come down into mm-hmm. us living in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it can be challenging to make the shift mm-hmm. away from the, the, um, the sensory world mm-hmm. because of all these things we've been talking about, the, the being so tempting, mm-hmm. but also when we're engaging in the sensory world, it's almost um, a we're put in a vibration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The world, the natural world, the physical world, mm-hmm. is always vibrating. Mm-hmm. It's going active, mm-hmm. and then it's withdrawing, mm-hmm. like a sine wave. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the active part, mm-hmm. uh, Sanskrit calls this 
active mm -hmm. part, mm -hmm. rajas. And the withdrawing part, it calls tamas. Mm -hmm. right? So we, everything in life is constantly fluxing from the atomic level, you know, from the vibratory mm -hmm. level, mm -hmm. all the way up into our living, the way that we walk down the street, we're mm -hmm. either being active or we're withdrawing. And the, um, without doing those things, we just wouldn't be in life. But when we go into meditation, we're in fact trying to not be in life in the normal way. Mm -hmm. So there's this third component of the forces of nature, rajas, tamas, and the moment the pass between, which is called sattva. Mm -hmm. So each one of these is called a guna, and guna just means the you know forces of nature. And we're going to be participating in rajas and tamas, and there will be these moments when we pass between rajas and tamas, and we are in sattva. Mm -hmm. If we can, oh my gosh, my phone is going so crazy. <laughs> in these moments, between rajas and tamas. You're in the best state within living mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be able to make the transition between your normal sensory outward world and a meditative state of being. Because if you're in rajas, you're too active. You think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do something mm -hmm. and that's what's going to make me, mm -hmm. and then fill in the blank, mm -hmm. feel better, mm -hmm. get something done, mm -hmm. be productive. Mm -hmm progress, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're tamasic, you're withdrawing, you're giving up on mm -hmm. the world, you're withdrawing, mm -hmm. thinking mm -hmm. that you have any power or any ability to do something. Neither one of those states mm -hmm. is conducive to being away from the world, because right. both are so of the world, mm -hmm. right? Like reactive, of the, reactionary. Yeah. So in the sattvic place, mm -hmm. then you're in a balance where you don't need to go and do, mm -hmm. and you don't need to get away from, mm -hmm. you're okay. It's mm -hmm. like contentment, right? Mm -hmm. You're in a place that's in balance within the mm -hmm. fluctuations of the world. Mm -hmm. It's like floating. It's like when yeah. you're in the ocean. You're, yeah, yeah. You're swimming. It's very much like a wave. Right? The waves are going by you. Yeah. You're just being lifted and lowered by yeah. them. Right? Yeah. Alan uses mm -hmm. that analogy a lot, like being on a raft right. in the waves. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. And when you're there, there's this calmness about it. Mm -hmm. It's like you're experiencing the activity, mm -hmm. but you're not really participating in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're participating, but you're not engaged, you're not right. attached or wrapped up in it or entangled mm -hmm. in it mm -hmm. in the same way. Mm -hmm. As if you were, you know, trying to do something or right. trying to get away from something. Right, right. So to establish ourselves in sattva guna mm -hmm. is a very productive practice because mm -hmm. it doesn't mean we're not in the world. So even right. out it's in not our passive. lives, right? Yeah. It's not passive. Right, right. It's engaged but balanced. Right? Mm -hmm. Not entangled, not being pushed about by life, mm -hmm. but being in life mm -hmm. without getting entangled in it 
And usually yeah. what that entanglement uh -huh. is, is emotion. Yeah. We get emotionally entangled right. in things. Right. And that pulls us away from our higher knowing and into something that's much more about likes and dislikes. Mm -hmm. Right. And attachment and aversion. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the, yeah, that's the, that's... Mm -hmm what you do. You're, right. You get attached to your that's likes the, that's the and behavior. your aversion to your dislikes. Right. So you just said like the entanglement is often caused by emotions, by emotions, which Well, leads... that's the mechanism of it. Hmm. Right. The entanglement is emotional. Right. And that leads us to like our likes and our dislikes for which the, which our behave the behavior would be like attachment and aversion. Huh. Yeah, these are all like they're almost almost all synonymous for each other. Yeah, yeah, but they're like different levels because like likes and dislikes can be like ideas. Like I'm thinking about mm -hmm. like I, I went out on Sunday. I went to the beach with all these people, and like it was like it was really fun. Except that I really didn't want to be around anybody. But right. <laughs> so I just tried to just be with myself as much as possible and like not like not be too like. Just to, to kind of like listen to myself as I was around all of these right, people. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, like go to the observer place. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And it was really interesting because like I was just like sitting on this beach blanket, just kind of like doing my own thing. And like everyone started to come to me and like tell me all their problems. And I was just... you were now a neutral pole, right? <laughs> right. So, but the thing is, <laughs> you could read what you were saying as mm -hmm. being tamasic as mm -hmm. well. Like I'm withdrawing. Right. So there's a, there's... A tendency to go mm -hmm. in one way or the other right and it's hard to hold the center right 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 totally. with the practice mm -hmm. to hold the center mm -hmm. within that mm -hmm. and not become tamasic right. withdrawn from things right but to be engaged in things yeah but not in such an active way it's like right. it really is this mm -hmm. balancing act right totally. so the practice that we started mm -hmm. to talk yes. about yes is a practice for establishing balance between rajas and tamas mm -hmm. and it's called arohan which is the sanskrit name for the ascending energy of our inhale mm -hmm. and ah our arohan mm. which is in sanskrit the way you say the opposite of something mm. so arohan and ah arohan ah. so the mm -hmm. w after the first a mm -hmm makes it possible to pronounce it and for anybody to hear that it's different. So it's ah. Arohan, Ao, Arohan. Huh. And so the it's like Ao, Arohan is uh -huh. the, the downward passage of the exhale. Hmm. So our energy in us mm -hmm. is constantly fluxing mm -hmm. between these kinds of forces of nature. The breath Mm -hmm. is the powering, the prana, the source of energy mm -hmm. for this endeavor we're in, of living, mm -hmm. right? When there's no breath, there's no more living. Right. You know, even if there's a body still, if there's no breath in that body, there's no living there. Right. Even if a respirator is making the lungs expand and contract, right. there's air, mm -hmm. but there's no prana, Right. there's no living. Right. 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 So the prana flows mm -hmm. up and down mm -hmm. on the inhale and the exhale. Mm -hmm. And on the inhale, as the prana is flowing, there's this expansive wave. The belly expands, the chest expands. And then on the exhale, the opposite happens. 
the back body expands as the front of the chest relaxes and at the end the abdomen draws in at the end mm -hmm. right so the fine-tuning of that line if you really watch that line as the breath goes on ends up drawing a sort of a figure eight mm -hmm. where on the breath in the lower belly expands then the chest expands and then before you continue to expand because that would just make your face look up to mm -hmm. the sky mm -hmm. the energy goes in essence through the head through the mm -hmm. neck mm -hmm. to the base of the skull mm -hmm. and around and up and into the center of your brain mm -hmm. so it creates the front half of a figure eight mm -hmm. so let's just run that again so from mm -hmm. the base mm -hmm. up the belly opens the chest opens through this notch at the base of your throat mm -hmm. to the point that's called bindu, bindu right, right? Where the where, baby, it's soft on a baby where, yeah soft on a baby or where you might wear a ponytail sometime mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then from that point continues up the top of the head mm -hmm. in through the mm -hmm. crown of the head mm -hmm. and into the middle of the brain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's all that expansive energy mm -hmm. yeah. then on the exhale from that point mm -hmm. It moves from there down the base of the neck, mm -hmm. down the upper back, mm -hmm. down the lower back, mm -hmm. around the tailbone mm -hmm. to the pelvic floor. Right, right. And if you're breathing strongly, there's actually a drawing in of your abdomen at the end of your exhale, which you can really feel it at the pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. the in inhale opens you mm -hmm. and then goes up the back of your head, which adjusts your gaze to continue to mm -hmm. look forward. Mm -hmm. And then the exhale, that all releases back down yeah. and your back body expands yeah. and your pelvis tilts as your belly draws in at the end. And that's called mutation, right? Mutation is, yeah, the tilting. The tilting. With the tilting within. It's a little bit oh. different, but yeah. yeah. Cool. So this process, Arohana Warahan, that practice mm -hmm. is bringing your attention mm -hmm. to that, which makes it a Kriya mm -hmm. technique. Mm -hmm. You're bringing your awareness to the flow of energy within you. And in doing that, you quote unquote purify yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and when we say purify in yoga, we mean help you see things as they really are. Mm -hmm. So going back to the, that tattva chart, you're starting to see that, wow, this is just energy mm -hmm. manifesting as things our senses can partake of. Yeah, you know, I always think about that, like the, the Kriya is like, it's like a matching up. It's like a focusing, like like with like a camera. Like, you know how like on those like old manual cameras, there was like, you can kind of be like super zoomed out and you don't see anything. Mm -hmm. But then when you shift the fields of vision when you when you kind of like move those those uh, dials mm -hmm. you can find that place where everything lines up and then when you can see the place where everything lines up that focus cultivates and suddenly you're able to see exactly what's there right right it's in focus it's in focus right and it was there before but you just couldn't see exactly. it exactly it was there before but yeah. you weren't paying any attention to it right just like your story about the right. treasure right right right, right. right. Totally. it was there all the time right yeah 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 cool i was just reading one of mm -hmm. the upanishads this morning um, mm -hmm. about the sound om mm -hmm. and um in the description by uh, eknath eswaran who's mm -hmm. a brilliant translator uh he said it's, it's like this story it's like sleepwalking mm -hmm. over treasure you yeah, know you don't yeah. know that, that 
that you're doing it. And, and he was describing it in terms of sleep because mm -hmm. we are all very familiar with our waking state of mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. And then we become familiar with the dream state of mind, which mm -hmm. looks and feels the same. Right. But we come to know that there's something different about it. Mm -hmm. It's in our mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm which then immediately makes you say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. is waking state in my mind too? Mm -hmm. To which the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> right? And then there's a third state of mind that we experience, mm -hmm. which is sleep. Right. And in sleep, there's no activity of mind. Right. right? But unfortunately, we're asleep. We're not being conscious right. during that activity. Sleep itself is an activity of the mind. It right. turns itself off. Right, 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 right. right. But we don't get the benefit of knowing what is there beyond the mind right. because we're asleep. We've right. numbed ourselves to that. Right. Nidra, right? That's what it's called. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's so restorative for us. We need yeah. it or yeah. else we, we go crazy. Right? Totally. So we do it mm -hmm. <laughs> for hours a day yeah. because we need it. But right. we're not aware of what's going on, that we're right. moving beyond the activity of the mind. So the right. fourth Mm -hmm. state of mind that you mm -hmm. can get to mm -hmm. is to be aware during that and that's the meditative state right right the transcendent state right what is that called turiya turiya mm -hmm. turiya huh yeah so that's when you're walking over the treasure and you're yeah. aware of it yeah yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that almost makes somebody like in life, like I feel like what, what all these practices have really helped cultivate in me is, is like, I mean, a lot of things, but it doesn't suddenly make my life like so easy. Mm -hmm. You know, I still get upset about things. Mm -hmm. um, we still get distorted, but like, it's almost like I see the cosmic joke of it. Yeah. Like there's an amusement. There's like an amusement that can come mm -hmm. from, from that. Exactly. You have perspective. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then when I see people who are like really deep in it, like me, you know, some of the time and like, like a lot of people are like, I can almost be like, I can have a way of relating to that. That's not just enmeshed mm -hmm. where, you know, where before I would just get really, if somebody was being really harsh with me, I would just get really upset. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I can see them in their own thing. Mm hmm. And, and then if something is like really fantastic. And then something yeah. shifts, just like right. when you were at the beach. Right. Things shift when you right. come into your awareness. Right. And things shift shift around you. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and that's why that's why these teachings were like so secret because like <laughs> knowing this stuff, you know, um, is it A, not really easy to have. You have mm -hmm. to practice a lot, mm -hmm. but like, you can actually shift the forces around you. Yeah. 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 But hopefully from your practice, you gain wisdom. So you do it. Yeah. Hopefully way. you do it nicely. That's our fly on the wall episode of Peter's podcast. Thanks for listening. Details and links to things in the show. Plus place to comment are in the show notes at peterspodcast.simplecast.fm. Please consider becoming a supporter of Peter's podcast on patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Peter's podcast, all one word. Thanks a lot and take care.